Gareth was interrupted when a thin hand was placed on his shoulder. The hand was brown with a wood grain pattern unique to the dryad species. He turned to look up at her and nearly fell off the bench. His lack of balance was partially due to how beautiful Dryad was, but was mostly due to Gareth being well and truly drunk. The Dryad had long, dark green moths that served as her hair, and eyes the color of forest soil. She was dressed in a gown that appeared to be made of small green leaves, which covered just enough to leave some things to the imagination. Like most of her species, the Dryad was shorter than an average human, and her head would barely come up to his chin if he were standing. Her small stature gave everyone the impression that her rather full breasts were even larger than they really were, placing them well in the spectacular range. Excuse me for interrupting, scholar, but the Issians were friends of my people before the Second Apocalypse, and Dreyfus is very much revered by us, she stated. Knowing that Dryads were a very hedonistic society, second only to the dwarves, this didn't surprise either Gareth or Tromus very much. Have you truly discovered the lost texts? she implored. Gareth's deep blush gave her the answer she was looking for. The dryad tightened her grip on Gareth's shoulder and lifted him up off the bench with surprising strength. I've rented a room upstairs. Let's see how much of Dravis's teachings you were able to retain, she offered. Kralnus held out his arm, blocking Gareth's path temporarily. With his other hand, he reached into an inner pocket of his jacket and pulled out a small vial full of a brown fluid that seemed to be constantly in motion. Here, take this. You'll want to be sober to fully appreciate all that a dryad can offer. Also, I think the pretty sapling here would appreciate you at the top of your game, so to speak, he offered. The dryad smiled in thanks while Gareth uncorked the vial with his thumb and downed the whole thing in one swallow. Oh, good gods, Trollness! That tastes worse than your cooking, he moaned. After a moment, the room stopped spinning and Gareth's smile matched the dryad's. You perfected the formula, he stated, pointing at the obvious. Trollness nodded and then jerked his head towards the stairs with a proud smile. Right. Don't wait up for me, Gareth joked before letting the dryad lead him out of the taproom. Trollness waited for Gareth to leave the taproom before he stood on the bench and raised his mug. His deep voice could be heard from one end of the room to another as he spoke. Tonight, my son has done that which many, including myself, never thought possible. He managed to attract a beautiful young woman who approached him and nearly dragged him off to her bedchambers, he stated. His comment was met with good-natured laughter. Fellow scholars, fellow scholars, that was not the impossible deed of which I speak. My son is a handsome man, and several women have hoped to ensnare him. No, the seemingly impossible feat was that she was insistent he bed her, not despite him being a language scholar, but because of it, he boasted proudly. The room became quiet as his words sunk in. Are you serious? A voice questioned from the crowd eventually. Trowness held his mug high. I swear on this delightful ale that what I say is the truth. I witnessed it just a moment ago, he replied. This was met with impressed murmurs. To Gareth Mental, may he continue to do the impossible, he toasted and then sat down. All of the students and a few of the professors stood, raised their glasses or mugs, and replied loudly, To Professor Mental! Trollness chuckled to himself and shifted down the bench to chat with an attractive couple of students who wore the gold sleeve stripes of the School of Mechanical Sciences. As he moved closer, he couldn't decide if the young man or the young woman was the better looking of the pair. Either way, he was sure he was going to have an enjoyable evening.